Hello and welcome back to the Double Cake. Welcome back to the Double Take Podcast with Jess. Was it cake? Did you say cake? (laughs) I did. Welcome back to the Double Take Podcast where we give our takes. Dang it. I'm just going to leave all these in. Hello and welcome back to the Double Take Podcast with Jess and Jenny where we give our takes on all things TV. It's another Veronica Mars rewatch slash watch for the worst time podcast. We are now on season one, episode 18. If you're following along, this is Weapons of Class Destruction. If you're here randomly, welcome. This is going to be weird for you, but maybe fun because this is a very fun episode. Hi, Jess. I'm excited to hear your thoughts. I wanted to text you so bad. Did you scream? So bad. I was on the treadmill in the gym with people around, so I didn't scream, but I will send you a screenshot of the words I wrote down in my notes app. Amazing. Uh, that looks something like, all caps, huh? Veronica and Logan, B-V-L-H, keyboard smash, question oh. mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark, Jenny, WTF, F, 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 F. Yeah. Okay. Before we get into that aspect, I'm going to give like a very brief summary of my usual Thing so that we can then yeah, just jump right into the meat of it all. Um, in this episode, Veronica investigates bomb threats at Neptune High School. Keith reveals who he has been secretly dating. And Duncan confronts Veronica about her investigation into his sister's death that Logan let him in on. Those are the sort of like key points. There's also the sub point of, yeah, Veronica and Logan kiss Loki. Uh, but like I said, we can go back to that. This episode originally aired on april 12th 2005 and it was directed by john kretschmer and written by jed seidel yeah in the first scene i will remind you veronica's kissing leo outside her house we're like in a full veronica leo i literally forgot about leo yeah whoa yeah oh that reminds me though i have things to say about that wow there was a lot of like relationship stuff in this episode because there's also her dad and wallace's mom yes anyway leo (laughs) Leo, the police officer who is mm-hmm. 20, 20, 21, 20. She says three years older. So she says 28 months at one point. So I not think even. to like, so to play it, but okay. So he's two years. He's, he bit. could be 20 because depending on how close the to 18 time, Veronica is, but I don't like it. I don't like that. Well, I've said that before. I don't like it. I don't like that. Her dad is like supposedly like kind of okay with it. Yeah. Is the late is the age of like legality? I don't know what the word is there uh, in California. Is it seventeen instead of eighteen? Again, this wouldn't matter. So. The point is not that it's like literally illegal or not. The point is, if you are a high school junior and you're dating a person that's not in high school, it's always a little weird. Even if mm-hmm. you're dating like a freshman in college, well, no, that's less weird. It could well, be unweird, but she did the weirdest thing you possibly could do in the last few episodes, which was bring him to her dance. I guess she didn't bring him. He showed up. But like, that is truly the weirdest. So weird. When they come to a high school function, then you're just like, oh, you don't belong here. I think the problem is that he's a police officer. Because then I just said the thing about the college freshman. I'm like, no, we knew people who were like juniors in high school that were dating. It was like they started dating in high school and then the one went to college that's not weird. So I don't know why I'm so hung up on the age. It's not the age. It's the fact that she is a high school junior and he's a cop who's 20. Okay. So it's like sort of, it's just, (laughs) just a tiny bit the age because they didn't meet in high school. It's different if you meet in high school, date in high school, because like you have a shared experience at the point Mm -hmm. where you're in high school, you, that's all, you know, is school. You've never had 
Well, don't forget, well, Veronica also Veronica has a job. <laughs> she is like a private investigator. I don't know. I like, I can find holes in my argument a little bit, they but I cannot get over how weird it feels. And I guess I would need to talk to a 17 year old to like hear their perspective on it. Like maybe to them, it's totally normal. I'd probably have watched this in high school and been like, yeah, the older cop. Cool. Cute. Great. But yeah, as an adult, it sort of is like, yikes. But like your child comes home, your high school junior comes home and it's like, yeah, mom, I'm dating this cop who's 20. And you're like, cool. Thumbs up. He can come over anytime. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the the attitude toward cops now versus then is a little different. Well, sure. Well, and I think like if anybody is going to get a pass from Keith Mars, it probably like would be a cop. Like he was a cop. So like he trusts them. Well, he doesn't now because they like exiled him. So I don't know. Yeah. I try to make heads or tails of it and I can't, I hate it, but (laughs) that's not to say that I like her and Logan. Yeah. Do you want to dive right into that? Or do you want to sort of like slow burn up to it? Because that is sort of a like toward the end dropped in there we can we can wait i'll simmer a little okay um in that case after we get through the leo situation veronica's dad lets her know that um she's begun he's begun sorry dating wallace's mom which wallace and veronica are both very upset about they would not like to be siblings as much as they are friends (laughs) i think they're just both grossed out a little bit it is gross yeah. No, it's not literally gross. That is so mean. <laughs> but like, I'm imagining being like parents, Veronica, yeah. and that would be weird. That would be weird for both of them. That was yeah. one of the things I feel like in the show that actually was realistic. Have we seen any indication that they like each other before this? I think I'm forgetting something. Like they have obviously met before, but the only stuff I remember is like, she doesn't like him at first because she's heard bad stuff. And then they meet and they like kind of get along but is that it we don't we haven't seen anything yeah we only really get the arc to distrusting him because of what other people say to being grateful to him that he actually got someone out of the house to then it's essentially that just like her being like oh wow this is a really nice guy and then that's about that's where we end we don't see them meeting each other ever again till now so this was a surprise to us as well we've been wrapped up in the veronica of it all I don't really like that her mom is like, he knows now that Veronica's mom is uh, like out there, like, and what happened, right? Like Veronica told him. I don't know. I don't know that she told him that she spent all of her money to get her mom into rehab. I think, I think her dad's, I think her dad still thinks that she's just like not coming home because she says that he says that he's like, she's been gone over a year at this point. Like, I don't think she's coming back. Yeah, I don't think he would go on like dates with Wallace's mom if he knew the situation. So it's kind of weird to me that Veronica is hiding that. I don't really yeah, understand she's, that. She's being pretty immature about that, especially when she tells Wallace and she's like, this won't last because my mom is getting better and like will come home. Like that seems very childish, wishful thinking. And also to not tell your father that's what you're planning like you're trying to manipulate everyone into the spot that you want and it's just yeah she is a child though yeah sometimes when she acts like a child I think well at least she finally is because a lot of the show and I think I said this last time it's like she's super precocious but I feel like that kind of is the like the little fight Wallace and Brandon's fight I thought was like 
cute, realistic in, in a way that made me be like, oh, that's cute. Like, obviously they're fighting and that's not great, but like, mm-hmm. it was just a, a sweet, immature little, little tip they had because yeah. yeah, you can't say, oh, your mom's just like a quick rebound situation or whatever to the person's whose mom it is. Yeah. The person's son. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Um, other than that, which just sort of in the background the whole time, uh, we, you first notice a sign that says killemall.net as we're walking into the school, which turns out to be a foreshadowing because there's a fire drill. Duncan tells Veronica like, oh, that's the third one this week. And then Veronica has assigned a fire drill assignment for, she's assigned an assignment for the um, school newspaper and she thinks it's dumb, but then undercovers the fact that all the fire drills are actually because they've gotten bomb threats. And so then Veronica's on the case. All the, what did I forget? You said undercovers. Great. You just snuggled up <laughs> undercovers. It's bomb threats. I thought for sure, like at first I was like, no way is the B plot the fire drills. I thought that was ridiculous. And then it turned into the bomb threat situation. And then I was like, really? Like a school shooting-esque plot? Didn't love that. But in the end... I don't know. It was kind of an interesting case of the week. I liked that they brought in 21 Jump Street. <laughs> yeah. And then was I wasn't like, sure how you would like that. I was like, I hate when that, when this episode came on, Carter was in the room and I was like, I'm worried Jess will hate this episode. Oh, <laughs> no, it was like I didn't 21 Jump Street-esque and uh, yeah. I don't it's know. funny. I okay. thought it was like, I don't know. It was a little ridiculous, which was nice because I don't like when the cases of the weeks take themselves like too seriously. And well, there's a fine line. I don't like when they're purely silly, like the mascots, yeah, from a few episodes ago. And I don't like when they're like crazy overdramatic, like the girl with the like abusive boyfriend or whatever oh, from like yeah. a lot of episodes ago. I feel like the in between is kind of nice because then I don't have to be like, I don't know, you're not so taken out of it from the dramatic case of the week, and you're not so bored by the case of the week when it's really silly. This was like nicely in the middle. It was a fun little, like, I couldn't predict it. Yeah. Um. Although I say that, I kind of did wonder if the nerdy kid had something to do with it because, oh, because of that one it. random scene where he like leads Veronica down the path. Like she, he like gives her a lead and then he's like not in it at all anymore. I was like, in the back of my mind, I was like, that kid has to be important, right? So then when he was the one who, it was like his vengeance against Norris- or against whatever that guy's name was because uh, of his, because he was like bullied. I was like, okay, I didn't predict this, but I could have, I think if I was trying. I think you were correct with his name, by the way. I think it was Norris and then Ben was the undercover. Ben. Well, guy. I swear before Logan made the 21 Jump Street joke, I made it. I wrote it down. I swear. 10 seconds before Logan called him Jump Street, I said 21 Jump Street, LOL. You are Logan. You and Logan are one of the same. You yeah. too. <laughs> He's Actually, stop. Okay, right. I keep like almost talking about. <laughs> Let's just Will talk about Logan it. and Veronica. Yeah, right before, right before they kissed, like I was about to be like, he's being so nice. He's looking out for Veronica. He cares about her safety. I'm enjoying their friendship now. It's taken me a few episodes, but like I think a couple episodes I mentioned, mm-hmm. I could see it. I like saw the friendship growing. I absolutely did not ever in a million years predict smooching. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I think they didn't either. I don't know if that came across. I've, I've read about this 
because I wondered what the choice was. Like why I I think I mentioned early on that Logan wasn't supposed to be in it as much as he is at all. But that was not it wasn't like he jumped from not supposed to be in it a bunch to like gonna smooch Veronica at some point. I think it grew like the the writers really liked the uh character and I think public viewers really liked Logan. And I I don't remember, I should go back and actually read about this, but I don't remember what exactly led to this culmination of like this specific thing. But I do remember that Rob Thomas was not pleased with the on-screen moment of them kissing. Not like, I think he orchestrated it. So not the act itself, but like he had wanted it to come across as like a release or like, like a, yeah, like a release mixed with some self-loathing and confusion sort of like relief that Veronica wasn't actually being kidnapped and that they've been spending all this time together. And it was sort of just like a like confusing teen moment of two people who just like have a lot going on at the moment. But instead it did come off as like singularly romantic, which I think was not the aim especially when she goes to walk away and he like grabs her and pulls her back that comes off as more like I've been wanting to do this for so long rather than I think the like I'm trying to release something here I don't like the word release I'm sorry that I've used yeah, that yeah that's bunch. freaking me out Stop I'm sorry that. but do you know I what I mean I don't think it comes across that way at all yeah I think it comes across as like romantic and I was like I'm confused because I don't think they like each other in that way and so what that's just just like bad directing then. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Rob Thomas was not the director of this episode. Sorry, John Kretschmer. Um, uh, yeah, I apologize. That was like very rude of me to say as a person who's <laughs> never directed anything. And I don't know how hard it is. And I can't really criticize. But I will say I got romance and I was confused. Yeah, I think they tried to. Like they spend a little bit of time on both of them as they're walking away, staring at each other. And there is, you could either read it as like, yikes, very confused or longing. (laughs) Yeah, I got longing. And it's confusing. Yeah, without any, I think they could have better done that if they had both sort of just like turned around and walked away. Like maybe that would have helped it feel more like, oh, what the heck did we just do? Um, I did watch a little bit of the next episode and I don't, I'm not going to tell you anything that happens, but it does like a little bit soften. I think they tried to correct for the fact that it seems so romantic in this episode with next episode. So maybe you'll like it. I mean, not like it, but maybe you won't be as disturbed <laughs> after you watch next episode. Um, other than the fact that it came across as romantic, if it had been the way that it was intended to be sort of like, holy shit, we're Okay there's a lot of heightened emotion. We're 17 years old. We made a bad decision and we kissed. Like, would that have felt really out of place to you still? Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm. I think so. Okay. I just like, I don't, I didn't see it. I don't see that. And then there's so much backstory. Like her murdered best friend was dating this man. Mm-hmm. I, And she was dating the guy's best friend. Like, no, I don't like it at all. It really just... I thought it was so weird. I think actually if they had wanted to make it like they secretly liked each other all along and then they wanted to like actually make it romantic, like maybe I'd give that a pass. But this like they've just I've literally just come around to them being friends. I've just decided (laughs) that that was acceptable. And so to 
They were like, let's kick it up a notch. We're just going to make out because we were stressed by the situation with the FBI agent. That's not life and death enough. I mean, okay. To be fair, not just because they were stressed, but also like he had such a visceral reaction to like, this isn't going to happen again. Like when she, he's on the phone with her when she gets sort of kidnapped, what they think is kidnapped by this guy. And there's been a lot of like female abuse in his household. He hears this on the phone with Veronica. Veronica drops the name of where she's going to be. Hopefully, hoping that maybe Logan will like call the police or something. And Logan shows up and immediately like is in sort of a rage. Like this isn't going to happen again. Another person that I care about is not going to die. This is a fucked up world. My mom's dead. My old girlfriend's dead. Like whatever. Like I think he's just like feeling attachment emotions to an extreme degree. And that fed into this. I... In the, in the way that you were like, I don't want to say team Logan because it has Gilmore girls affiliations. I'm team Logan. Poor kid. (laughs) That's my, yeah. I keep forgetting his mom's dead. That is, I could see how he's going through it, but uh, Veronica kissed him. So yeah. And I think that's, so if we're gonna, let's, let's talk about it. Okay. (laughs) We are talking about it. We've been talking about it. Let's get down to it. Um, she kisses him in like a soft, like, thank you. That was really sweet kind of way, like in a very chaste, closed mouthed. I'm surprised that you even came sort of like you kiss people that you want to say thank you like that too. I'm just going to kiss you real quick. I mean, I don't, but like, (laughs) who does exactly who does, who does I think it would have worked better if she had kissed him on the cheek. Yes. A hundred percent. You don't just kiss them on the mouth. Right. <laughs> Maybe she was feeling like a little off because of the relief that she wasn't actually being take, like kidnapped by some bomb guy. Regardless, she, I think then he can, she confuses him. I don't think she means to do this like big romantic kiss. Kissed him on the mouth to say thank you. That's so absurd. <laughs> Who? No, yeah. no one does that. It would have made much more sense if she kissed him on the cheek. Yeah. And then I could see, I guess what you're saying. He then is like caught up in it and wants to make out and then realizes <laughs> just, later. But like they didn't do the end guy. scene right either. The like, no, that's like what you I'm said, saying. the like walking yeah. away. Like, I feel like you just are like, oh, and like are a little awkward and then leave. Like you yeah. don't do the like longing stares. Yeah. Again, I will reconvene after next episode because I think, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Anyway, that was a big moment for a lot of TV fans. Like I said, they were, they liked Logan a lot. I don't know. um, Like they shipped them and this was their moment. They were like, wow, finally. I'm sure some people did, but I think just in general, there was just like, we love Logan. And so when he was getting more of that screen time, especially as a potential love interest, people were like, hell yeah. Um, Yeah. Back to the exploding people the people who are meant to be bomb threading people yeah i felt bad until we until we have the revelation that norris was a huge bully for most of his life uh he seems really sweet and like misunderstood and just likes likes his like medieval weapons and i felt bad that veronica was sort of messing with him yeah i did too i still felt bad even when we found out he was a bully but i guess i shouldn't have but he was a bully in middle school. He's not in middle school anymore. This could like, well, this would, well, it would have ruined his whole life. I guess we find out that Ben or whatever, the agent like does get in trouble and Norris goes free, right? 
Mm-hmm. So then yes. I didn't have to feel as bad. Yeah, I guess I don't feel as bad about Veronica leading him on because he yeah, was that's a fair. bully. I liked also, this is a little bit of the like trivia aspect, but Jonathan Taylor Thomas. I Did you know who Ben was? Did you recognize him? The ATF agent? He looked familiar, but what's he from? He's like a heartthrob of the 90s. <laughs> he played, oh, what was the other, what was the show that he was? Oh, he was in Home Improvement as the son. Oh, vague recollection of that he also is the voice of simba in the lion king yeah he was I don't born think in you bethlehem had to say in the lion king there's not a lot of simbas <laughs> in pop culture might just be one actually <laughs> there have been like on stage productions uh, whatever um but then you said in the lion king and that actually didn't clarify if it was an on stage right. production but i would like I, to i knew what you meant i would like to put a tag on the fact that he was born in bethlehem pennsylvania that's not so far from where we shout out up. Bethlehem. It's like yeah. far enough, but fair. In Pennsylvania, I'm just shouts out. Um, but yeah, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, I remember cousins older than me were like huge fans. Like very he was the teen heartthrob. People had posters of him on his walls. I thought it was funny that he is now like older in Veronica Mars as this kind of like sketchy character. He totally looks like a high schooler. Like when he ended up being an FBI agent, I was like, well, why did they get this young man to play? <laughs> it's because all of the young men and women that are in high school are actually like 20. Well, that's true. He doesn't yeah. actually look like a high schooler, but in the show, he looked the same age as the other supposed high school students. Yeah, that's fair. Um, the Wi-Fi of it all in early 2000s of like, that's how they figure out who the culprit is. I thought that was funny. That was a little dating this episode what was it i thought the only thing i remember is that like one of them had wi-fi and they were like wow wi-fi so norris's father works for the canes and so he like brags about them being one of the first houses with wi-fi like personal wi-fi but what it winds up being the like end story is that her his neighbor was able to use i guess their wi-fi to make it look like norris had set up the killamall.net does that change? If you're on someone's Wi-Fi, is that how you get an IP address? Is it by being so, on yeah. a specific Wi-Fi? Mm-hmm. I think I should know this. I, think you, yeah, I, I would have figured you would. <laughs> I don't actually know the answer to that. I don't Cut know that people out. are using VPNs. So don't put me on blast like that. <laughs> yeah, I I had other thoughts about this case of the week. First and most importantly, the lady that Veronica was talking to on the phone in the very beginning about the fire drill policy sounds like Roz from Monsters, Inc. Correct? No, you didn't think so? Oh, oh, my oh, gosh. oh. on she the totally phone, does. on the phone. I thought you yeah. were talking about the um, the journalist teacher. And I was like, no, she's no, she has a weird voice. voice, though. Yeah, for sure. But it's weird. different. But no, the, just the phone lady. I don't even know if we see her face. But she has, I'm not going to do it because I can't do voices, but she has that like gravelly. Mr. Clements. Yeah, there you go. Wow, you <laughs> can do it. That was so fun. I love that. <laughs> New toy. And then I I thought it was so funny when Veronica impersonated that lady on the phone to Mr. Clemens. Yeah. And I had no idea. I was so shocked. I laughed out loud. And I was like, wow, Veronica's so good at voices. I don't think she's done fake oh. voices before. She has. She I think you just well, she does the, the like episodes. she does the like Valley Girl voice, but I don't think I've heard her do like a impression that good before. She did the Inga. Or like in the first couple of episodes. You're right, you're right. Yeah. The accent. mm -hmm. She's so good at that. And 
I actually, I want to give myself credit again for what was probably really obvious to everyone else, but I like to, I like to pat myself on the back when I predict things, even if they're small. Mm-hmm. So when we found out that this case of the week was going to be the alarms, it's after the whole like Roz on the phone situation, Veronica sees cops walk in with a dog. Obviously, we're supposed to think at first it's a drug sniffing dog because the guy shoves the drugs in his pants, the guy that Brown is talking to, the mm-hmm. random student. And then the dog walks right past what's presumably drugs in that guy's pants. So then I said, ooh, maybe the fire drills were for a bomb and is a bomb sniffing dog. And then I was right. Hello. That, was that probably didn't even register as like a thing to predict because it was so obvious to everyone. But you know what? I'm always happy when I predict I'm- anything proud <laughs> thank you um i while you were saying that was trying to remember who because we you we were talking about voices who um the journalist person who replaces sydney poitier who left the show by the way the like former journalism teacher was pregnant like in real life and so i think they write that into the show as saying that she's on maternity leave so they have this new um this new teacher played by Joey Lauren Adams. And I kind of think she's the voice of one of the teachers in recess. Does that ring a bell? Maybe, but I don't think I remember really any, I did watch recess, but it's been so long and I don't have the voices in my head. All right. Maybe I'm wrong because I can't see it. I just did a really quick Google. Uh, Apparently she was in an episode of party down, which I don't remember either, but that's fun. Yeah. So she, um, yeah, she encourages Veronica to take a look at these fire drills, which turn out being what you what you so deftly <laughs> figured out was a bomb threat. Um, Literally and... seconds before they told us that it was a bomb, but <laughs> I'm still going to take the win. Yeah, a win is a win. I don't know if we want, I mean, we can come back to this. I just want to wrap up the journalism story because at the end, because she allows the students to follow their instincts and like write about basically free Norris who is innocent she she gets fired which we don't really see why I think it's an overreaction but also the school's administration is known to be like this um but there's that little tag at the end of her like sadly but stoically being like okay this is my last thing like good job doing the news I had asked you to work silently among yourselves and she's walking out and it's a very like dead poet society-esque she hears yeah, in the background being the like top. come on bulldogs i can't remember what the name of the thing is like we're losing daylight here i was like this is a little cheesy but i and it's she cute. i don't know yeah it was weird yeah it was a little over dramatic for what the situation called for <laughs> earlier in the case of the week back to the Roz, veronica faking being Roz. i felt very strongly that veronica should not have admitted to mr clemens that she faked being uh, an administrator mm. isn't that grounds for and he says like oh you're lucky you're not getting suspended why isn't she getting suspended that's definitely something you would get suspended for if not again expelled. she's helping them figure it out so they can't they can't ask her then to yeah i guess she knows she just knows she has the power but i was like bold move Veronica. you could have just said like i don't reveal my sources there was literally no reason for her to pretend to admit that she pretended to be her yeah i think yeah I think it was just wanting to pull one over on, like, to be like, ha I got you. She's such a dumbass sometimes. <laughs> You're not as I smart just... as you think you are. Veronica's not as smart as she thinks she is. But that's kind of the point. I guess mm-hmm. that's part of that's part of the show. 
A small comment about this episode that doesn't really relate to the case of the week, but it's in my notes. The English teacher, it's kind of a random scene. They're in English class. The English teacher is like walking around. She says, I'd like to hear from someone who hasn't spoken today after she asks her question. I would say that gave me PTSD. I yeah. didn't like it. I didn't like that. Yeah. Don't but call on me. Right back in class. My hand's not up. Don't do it. Just in general. And the people who keep talking, it's because they want to talk. Let them talk. Mm-hmm. Don't torture the rest of us. If they want. I felt like I was in high school again. <laughs> Scary. Yeah. Um, all right. What else? We, we've kind of been bouncing around. Oh, an important thing, unless you have something about the bomb threat stuff is that we get a little scene from Meg who is worried because Duncan has taken off. We forgot to talk about the fact that Logan has let Duncan in on Veronica's files on everyone. And Duncan confronts Veronica sort of. Sort of that conversation was weird. AF. I didn't want to say I to elaborate. It, came out <laughs> it was so cringy. I think I just think John gets a bad actor. Thank you. I've been waiting this whole season. I know. I think I've said that before. Okay. Okay. Good. Because in the beginning, when I was like, I don't understand his character. I don't know if he's just a bad actor. Like I've definitely said that and been kind of like, I don't understand the choices he's making when he delivers some of these lines. It's very odd. Do you but in know- this scene, oh my God, this should have been like a dramatic confrontation like a big scene and I just kept being like oh it's so cringy like he's just not good you want to know my conspiracy theory not a conspiracy theory sure I think part of the reason that Logan becomes like who he is in this show is because Duncan sucks not like the character of Duncan the actor I'm so sorry Teddy I hope they're not listening I know um I'm sure you have grown <laughs> gotten a lot better but at least in this and also it could have been that he wasn't given much i don't know i don't know what the thing is like it's a direction or his character wasn't written well but oh man people they were just yeah he's supposed to throughout this season still have some threads like connecting him romantically to veronica i don't think we've seen that once like they're Every once in a while, she'll mention like, yeah, do I still like think about him? Like those over voiceover things. Yeah, like so, sometimes they're a little flirty, but it's it's but not, not consistent. And not in a good way. Like it's it's not convincing. No. Anyway. It hasn't been. Nothing about his character has been convincing. I'm confused about his character. He doesn't deliver his lines well. This combination was just a letdown kind of because I was like, I again, I really felt like this should have been a big moment. And when he like blows up and he's like, so you think I did it or whatever? I was like, oh, it's not, it's not giving what it's supposed to be giving. Giving high school play. (laughs) It was, yeah, it wasn't great, but it was important for the story. I was going to say story arc importance wise. This was pretty up there. He takes I don't think he did it. I don't think it was Duncan. I think it would be too obvious or whatever. (laughs) <laughs> cool like I just I don't think it's Duncan I think it'd be too obvious or whatever note that that's a, I'm, not a, I'm not good at predicting things but no, no, no. if I go off of how these stories normally go the like 10th hour it's not a saying but I'm gonna use it person that you think it is isn't who it is it's always the person right after that where they're like actually we learned this and it's this other person it's never like like this person 10th hour i think why isn't there a 10th hour if there's an 11th hour what about right before that (laughs) the penultimate hour the pen 
Yeah. But the, the, penult- the penultimate, penultimate hour. The, I yeah. feel like they're the anti penultimate hour. <laughs> for mystery stories, that 10th hour is important because the 11th hour is the person who did it, but the 10th hour is the person who didn't do it, but that you think for a second did it. And that's mm-hmm. who Duncan is, the 10th hour suspect. Or Duncan. Have I don't think he did it. Skip time. But I do think he's a little crazy. Oh, I shouldn't say crazy because he has actual illness. Some mental but illness. Yeah. He's obviously a little unhinged. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I could see him have having done something bad, but I don't think it was kill Lily. I just don't know what it is yet. Like perhaps he was involved in covering up the murder. I don't really know. Yeah, we still have a little bit of we I, we have questions about his bloody soccer uniform. I have questions. You have the answers. I have the answers, but I know that there are questions out there and I'm excited about them. I'm excited about the whole business with the Canes and Duncan. And I just want us to have already watched the next few episodes. But do we learn at the end of season one? Do you want me to tell you yes or no? I feel like no. Mm. I feel like you don't want me to tell (laughs) No, don't tell me. I think... At the very least, you won't be the maximum level of disappointed. I think that's what I can tell you. So I'll find out something, but maybe not all the things. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. Does that wrap up this episode? Did you have more more to say nope. about the bullying arc? Oh, the actor who is the like little mini um, narc, but also set up Norris was in 10 Things I Hate About You, that popular show with Amanda Bynes. Movie. 10. I mean, what? sorry. Wow. There was a show, 10 Things I Hate About You. That's not what I meant. Um, what I like about you. What I like about you. Thank you. <laughs> was, oh, right. Because that was a movie and then a TV show, right? I can picture one of the women and who is with Amanda Bynes in that show, but I can't picture any of the men. Uh, I don't like think I watched boyfriend. like a lot of it. Yeah. Gotcha. I think I only watched like a few episodes here and there. Jenny, what's her face? Is like the other woman in it, right? Starts with a G maybe last name. I don't know. That's what I was going to say, but well, I was going to say Jenny Garth, but I don't think that's right. That might be right. I don't know. Her if, name's if definitely that's Jenny. right, I like pulled that out of my ass. Oh my God, it is Jenny Garth. <laughs> I, I'm I was so gonna say, good at this. I remember I her last name. The king. <laughs> I remember her last name being something kind of like gross, which isn't befitting how beautiful and perfect her face is. She like looks how? like a little pixie girl and her last name is Garth. <laughs> how did I do this? I'm so like, I'm shocked right now that that's right. That name wow, is I should join every bar trivia team that exists. Put me on your team. I'm so good at this. Specifically about the actors and what I like about you. <laughs> well, just actors in general. That's normally the only thing I get right. TV shows, mm-hmm. movies, et cetera. I have an unrelated to Veronica Mars comment, and okay. it's not related to what I like about you either. And it's that I want to talk about Twin Peaks next. I want that to be our next Ooh. TV, like watch podcast, because I feel like there's so much to talk about because that show is so weird. And I was inspired because I just got to the psych episode where they like do Twin Peaks mm-hmm. in the psych episode. And I was cracking up. But also I was like, wow, I really want to rewatch Twin Peaks. I would do that. That seems like a good October watch. Like it's good spooky season stuff. I yes, unfortunately, it will take us past spooky season, but that's okay. I also, I don't remember. I've, I haven't rewatched it in a while. So there are definitely things that I would, that would be very fresh. I haven't watched it since like 2010. Oh yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So I'm excited. Amazing. Okay. After that brief, I think uh, we can quickly return to Veronica Mars and then end this episode because there's not that much to say. There are a few 
goofs and trivia spoofs. I already mentioned the Sydney trivia Poitier. Spoofs? Goofs trivia. and trivia spoofs. That's so cute. <laughs> I guess spoofs is the wrong word. Just trivia tidbits. But it rhymed, so I liked it. <laughs> this episode, you've seen the Heathers, right? No. The movie? Oh, you should see Heathers. Um, this episode had a lot of references to that movie. I particularly noticed that Ben's character seemed like he was supposed to be a direct reference to the main male character in Heather's just in the way that he was dressed and like seemed like he was he was taking a page out of that book. Um, but there's like the lunchtime poll and the general plot about a student trying to blow up the school. That's very like Heather's coded. So that's fun. Um, one of the goofs was that I Veronica was taking pictures of the cops and dogs in the school hallway, but her lens cap was on. <laughs> Oh, really? I didn't even notice that. You'd think I should have noticed that. Uh, You were preoccupied trying to figure out what the dogs were for. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, Major sleuth work. (laughs) I already mentioned that Jonathan Taylor Thomas was in this episode. I had forgotten that. Oh, in the episode directly prior, another person from Home Improvement, the other brother, Zachary Ty Bryan, was Kaz Truman, the ex-boyfriend of... um, the high achieving student whose name I forget in the previous episode. That's Harrison. not any of else. Okay. Um, the website killemall.net redirects to the CW's website. Still? I don't know if that's still true. Let me check. That'd be crazy if they kept that that long. Oh, it redirects to upn.com slash show slash Veronica Mars, which is not which... a thing because UPN doesn't exist anymore. But they obviously kept, I mean, they had to have kept Killemall as at least the vanity URL or the domain, because it redirects still to something, even if UPN isn't existing. It's weird that UPN.com doesn't redirect to CW. CW. Yeah. Huh. And then I guess the last bit of, I don't know, importance in this episode, arc importance, again, Logan kiss for the first time in this episode. And that's a lot. We've talked about it. We have indeed at length as much as this felt like a really heavy long episode with a lot of stuff happening in it i feel like we've already we've done it we've covered everything we did it okay well we'll meet next time to get even closer to the uh end of this mystery of who killed lily Kane and also probably some other mysteries along the way because that's veronica mars find links to follow us on socials and subscribe to our newsletter in the show notes of this episode thank you for listening to double take If you like what you heard, please support us by subscribing and leaving a review. See you next time. The Double Take Podcast is produced by Jess Ball and me, Jennifer Cullen.